Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Padar. Welcome back. I'm Jody Padar, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. Um, we are live at the AICPA Engage event, and it is, um, it's crazy here, right? So we're in the vendor hall, and there's all kinds of people, and there's snacks out now, and there's just, there's a total buzz here, so it's really cool. And we are back again with Chris and Lyle Benson, who we just were talking to before break, and we're going to continue our conversation about how they're growing their firm and what they're doing to uh, grow their business in relationship to financial planning. So um, I'll let you talk first, Lyle. Sure, sure. So uh, as we are growing our firm, uh, you know, one of the things we're focusing on really are the services we offer and the kind of clients we offer it to. So we're stepping back, taking a, a minute to sort of step back, taking some time to step back and really think about what we do for clients, what that experience looks like, because we do a lot of different things for different clients. So we're spending time thinking about the types of clients, uh, the services we're providing, and making sure that everybody, that the new clients we take on fit with one of those sort of target clients, if you will. We don't have a set niche. Uh, as I mentioned, we have a pretty broad range of types of clients, net worth of clients, and types of services we offer because we work in the financial planning, investment, and tax areas. So we just want to make sure we're providing a, a great client experience for each of those groups of clients and that we're taking on clients that are a good fit for the firm overall because we're a small firm. We're only five full-time people and 10 part-time with our tax help and all. Okay. Yeah. So I think that, that that is our focus right now is trying to figure out who our ideal client is and stop taking on clients who are not a fit. Um, it's, it's really easy in this business to, especially once you've built the, the reputation of a firm that my dad's built, um, you know, we have referrals constantly and we have plenty of business coming in. It, it's making sure that the, the people that we bring on as clients are the right fit for us. They're what we want to do. Um, you know, I think that having the type of practice we have uh, opens us up to a lot of opportunities with clients, too. Sometimes we'll, we'll work with clients on a tax planning issue or do the tax return, and then they'll turn into a full-service financial planning client because they realize that we have that expertise, and we're the ones they come to with those financial questions anyway, so why not have us do everything for them? Um, you know, a lot of clients don't realize that that's available to them, and they might go to, they might think they need a financial advisor from a big brokerage firm, but they might not. They might be able to go to their CPA who can also provide those services because we have that kind of skill level. So, you know, I think that's where we see growth um, in the firm, and, and we're just trying to make sure that we're we're growing the right way. Cool. Most CPA firms build their financial planning practices from their existing clients. That's really where they start with it. So looking at those clients, understanding what their needs are, what kind of concerns do they have, uh, can help lead you to what services you really should be providing. Uh, and if there are niches there in the client base, closely held business owners, you know, dentists, doctors, whatever it may be, trying to build your financial planning practice around those needs of the client is really the natural way to grow a practice, I think. And how are you guys addressing the next generation um, for financial planning, like reaching out to those millennials? There are two aspects to it, I guess. One, and I'll address the first one, a lot of our clients that are my age, that have been with me for 20, 30 years, their children are young adults now. So we're spending a lot of time, and, and, and a lot of those clients are high net worth clients. 
So there's going to be a wealth transfer that happens to them at some point in the future. So we're, I'm getting Chris involved with many of those clients. He's involved in family meetings we might have as the parents start to bring, the cli- bring their children into more of the wealth management of their family and the charitable goals and whatever else they may be doing. So really trying to address that next generation of existing clients that way. But Chris has also been thinking a lot about how we deal with the next generation of clients that aren't connected to us yet. Yeah, and I think that goes back to our, our business model and you know how do you structure what we do for clients in a way that we can serve next gen. So a, t- a typical financial advisory firm might not talk to somebody with $10,000 in assets because that's how they charge. We don't. We, you know, we go by an hourly or a fixed fee model. So a lot of younger clients will come to us with questions. How should I be saving? What, you know, what, what investments should I be using? Is there any tax planning I should be thinking about? What retirement vehicle should I be saving in? And we can work with them on a, you know, maybe a couple hours. I'll spend it sitting down with them, talking about their options, and then they might go off and do it themselves, and come back a year later and say, "I've got some new questions." And we can work with them in that model, where they're not going to be the most profitable client for us, but down the road they will be, and they're getting the good advice. They're doing the right things now, um, and we're building that relationship with them, where that they're going to turn to us when they need more help. So when their complexity increases, we're going to be the ones that they come to. So I think that's why we're thinking a lot about what our business model is now and how we approach clients. We, we want to be there for the entire family and, and because there's multi, multi-generational family planning we can do. I just got an email five minutes ago from a client who said his daughter, who we've worked with a little bit, just had a, a, a third child who has some health issues. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of related issues floating around about that. Do they have enough life insurance? Do, the, do their children have the wills in place in the estate planning documents? All of a sudden that's risen right to the top now because of what has happened with this, with this child. So, you know, getting us all together to talk about that. Chris will work with the next, the younger, the children and their planning, and I'll work with the parent, uh, parents on their side. So making sure we're addressing the whole family is really important. Cool. And Chris, we met actually on social media. How have you utilized social media within your practice or with professional relationships? I think that's where it really has come and uh, become more prevalent for me. It's not a marketing tool where I think I'm going to get clients or I'm trying to get clients, but the connections I've built through there, meeting you, meeting so many different advisors around the country who are doing amazing things. I mean, I've had sit-down lunches and and learned so much from some people that I just knew from Twitter. And I would have never had that ability in the past. And it just makes people so much more accessible and somebody who I know is an expert at something I can send them a message on Twitter and they'll respond to me and then all of a sudden we're having a conversation about something and and it might lead to another opportunity maybe they come speak here I I chair a local state society's personal financial planning conference and I've brought in people for that who I met on Twitter who I'm now I consider friends and, and colleagues in the industry so you know it's really opened up a lot of doors and that's amazing how easy it is to get on there and to meet people you can get overwhelmed by the uh, amount of information out there, but as long as you use it strategically and, and know what you're trying to get out of it, I think it can be really beneficial. So it's really interesting to me because your dad is very actively involved with um, the AICPA and the profession, et cetera, and he did it old school, right? He right. did it in, live in person. And Chris, I see you doing the exact same thing. I just see you doing it with technology, with the internet. So it's pretty cool to, to watch that 
how, how it actually is being passed down. It's just using different tools. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that because they don't realize that we're really doing the same thing. We're just doing it with different tools. Yeah, so exactly. that's pretty cool. It really yeah. is. Great <laughs> observation. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that across the board too. I mean, it's, uh, I, have a, I have a stepson who's 16 years old and he never goes and hangs out with his friends because they're always on headsets and playing Xbox. video games like i used to go down the street and play video games with my friends and he was i don't know what he was doing but but you know it's just a different world but it's the same thing it's just done a different way right so. right and we had a speaker this morning at the conference here at engage that talked about the future of technology that had some amazing statistics and facts about what the future looks like and the power of computing that's going to be in the devices you have in your pocket Wow. So um, as far as Engage goes, what's on the agenda for the rest of the day? So we've got a number of, uh, what's great about Engage is it gives you the opportunity to come to a conference and if you're, if you're focused on personal financial planning, but you need to get some tax expertise in the new Section 199 rules, you can go find an expert session on that and, and fit that into your day. So having those crossover sections and being able to access the tax and the estate planning area is really important. We've got a best ideas panel at the end of the day today that I'm part of. I usually uh, am the moderator on those, so I'm a little, diff a little different to be in a role of being on the panel, but Bob Varis is leading that moderating that. And that'll be a great summary of sort of the best thinking from a planning standpoint overall. Also, the lunch and learn sessions today are going to be interesting too. A lot of people have signed up for those where you can get kind of hands-on information from leaders in the field. Wow. So it's a full day. Actually, it's a full week. A full week. <laughs> yeah. so the, the, the only issue that I see is that there's too much content. And, yeah. and I feel like each time I have three or four different sessions that I want to go to and it's trying to pick and choose which one I'm going to go to and which one I'll just look at later and, and go through the material. So, so much great content here. It's, it's worth coming every year. And do we have any fun stuff planned? Oh, <laughs> top golf. Top golf tonight top is top always a lot tonight. of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always a lot of fun and uh, there's always time to fit some fun in even, even in a real busy schedule. Yeah. The key, I think, is really just networking with your peers, meet people. You'll meet people that have practices similar to yours, that face the same issues you face in your practice. You can learn so much from that interaction with people. So this has been an awesome interview. So thank you guys for being on Let's Get Radical and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming over the next or throughout the afternoon. First Global was founded by CPAs who believe that accounting and tax professionals are uniquely qualified to add value to their existing client relationships by offering comprehensive wealth management services. First Global believes the time is now for one of America's most trusted professions to rise up and show the world the power of true CPA financial planning. When you partner with First Global, you can be more to your clients. Play large by unleashing the power of wealth management and let go of the idea that someone else knows what's best for your clients. Visit First Global at 1stglobal.com.